0: All right, well, we have been on a journey on Wednesday nights. We're calling this Connect 301. It's an opportunity for us to grow as leaders. We started off talking about three types of leaders. Can anyone remember what kind of leaders? We had superficial leaders, we had shallow leaders, and then what kind of leaders are you guys? Master level leaders, that's right. And we talked a couple weeks ago about the requirements, three requirements for master level leadership. The first one, I'll give you a hint, was a servant's heart, right? But can we think of the other two? What was the second one? A teachable attitude. And then the third one was an ever-increasing desire to grow closer to Jesus. Now, last week, Pastor Pete hit a home run, how many would agree, and did a great job talking about being, are we going to be synthetic or are we going to be authentic? And we looked at that, and really it's a decision we need to make early on in our leadership. And so students, I think it's especially important for you to say, okay, do I want to be God-made and God-directed, or am I going to be man-made and man-directed? And hopefully our heart, a master-level leader, will be man or God-made for God's glory. Tonight we're going to talk about proper attitudes for leadership. I'm excited about this. I want you to turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to start there and, uh, and look at a verse. And uh, there's some questions that were kind of posed. Uh, is your belief system producing what you would like to see produced in your life? Are you receiving everything you want to receive from God? Are you cl- drawing closer to Jesus every day? I hope so. Do you not like what you're receiving does the old life take over from time to time huh Uh, does the old cycle of sin seem to be repeating and these are some questions that we can ask and i think as we go through tonight we will see some direction that will help us get beyond some of our old patterns and will help us start receiving what god wants for us and it will help us in our belief system in our mind and that's what i want to look at here in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. And then we'll start here. It says this. It says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness the first bullet point or the first answer there is that we as master level leaders must consistently be renewed in the attitude or that word in the greek is the spirit of our minds we must be renewed in our mind and we see in ephesians how to do that you take off the old self and you put on the new The best illustration I've ever heard about this, it's kind of disgusting, but it works, is with a baby. If a baby soils its diaper, it's got, you know, soil in its diaper, you don't just put a diaper on over the previous diaper. You take off the old, you clean it up a little, and you put on the new. And I know you're going to love that illustration and think about that when you're falling asleep tonight, all right? And so we want to take off the old and put on the new. That is what God has called us to do. And when we do that, it says there in verse 23 to be made new in the attitudes of our mind. And that is what we need. We need a new attitude of our minds. Now, let's talk about this. I want every single one of you to write down three kinds of things that affect your attitude. All right? What are some things that will affect your attitude? I want you to write down three, all right? Everybody write down three. What kind of things can affect your attitude? And i uh, give you a, another uh, 15 seconds there. And then we're going to share those around your tables real quick. Um, and we'll just kind of get a, get a sense of, and then what I want you to do is write down some of the things that other people said as well. So, all right, in five, four, three, two, one. You got to keep it moving. All right. Go ahead around your tables. Start sharing. Just kind of yell them out and, and start writing them down. All right. What kind of things will affect your attitudes? People can. Your wife can. Your husband can. <laughs> your moods. Come on. Just everybody talking around the tables. Uh, Opinion based uh, biases can. Parents can. Teachers can. Religious peers. The weather. All right. All right. <laughs> lots and lots of things all right I'll give you another 10 seconds to share around your tables what kind of things can affect your attitude <laughs> all right all right let me bring it back in for a second write down as many as you can there has been some study this is this is uh, incredible that by the age of 20 Unless you renew your mind and unless you ask Jesus to help you, you are locked in as far as your basic response and your attitude uh, in, in most of life. So if you grow up in a family that learns to be negative or to always be condescending, by age 20, if you haven't learned something different, that's most likely the way your attitude and your response will be. But on the flip side, if you grow up in a loving and a, uh, encouraging home, hopefully that's the attitude that you will take on. Now, why you say is this important for us to talk about attitude when we think about leading, whether you're leading in your home as a mom or whether you're leading here around the church or leading a business or you're leading at school on, a, on your school team or whatever the case? Well, because the success or the failure of a department a ministry, a church, I would say a sports team, a school, a, uh, a business, will be determined largely by the attitudes of the leaders. Now, Zig Ziglar, uh, leadership guru, says this. He says, it's not your attitude. I'm sorry. It's your attitude, not your aptitude that affects your altitude. Let me say that again and see if you can write it down. It's your attitude, not your aptitude, that affects your altitude, how far you'll go and where God wants to take you. It's your attitude, not how much you know or how, much, how many skills you have. Master-level leaders have great attitudes, period. There's two fill-in-the-blanks down here that's interesting. The first one, I want you to put 80% of businesses, churches, etc., you fill in the blank, have 20% of the market. And 20% of businesses and churches, etc., have 80% of the market. Now, what I want you to think about is what kind of of leader do you want to be? Or what kind of church do we want to be? We want to be a uh, 20% of businesses and churches that have 80% of the market. Where we are reaching people for the lost with Jesus Christ. We don't want to be the 80% that has 20% of the market share. And I want to, I just want to say no matter what area of life, it's usually about that that percentage that's interesting. And again, it's about uh, 5% or 15% maybe aptitude, but it's all in our attitudes. Now, there are some signs of non-master level leader attitudes. And I just want to brainstorm again around your tables. Um, I'm going to give you uh, two minutes here to talk about what are some signs that maybe you uh, could identify in your Uh, around your tables that would say, okay, that is not a master level leader attitude, all right? So I'm going to give you two minutes and uh, go ahead and go and uh, talk about what kind of signs can you think up of of non-master level leader attitudes, all right? All right, here we go. Oh, I hear some good ones, all right. All right, I see some of you writing them down, but not talking, not sharing. So let's share some of these. What are some non-master level leader attitudes? Yeah. All right, you guys are getting some good ones, I'm hearing. Excellent. All right, one more minute. Let's keep on thinking. What kind of things would be uh, pinpoint someone that's ah, maybe not a master level leader, maybe doesn't have the greatest attitude. Maybe you're thinking of someone at work or someone that you know that's close to you, a neighbor or a friend, hopefully not. <laughs> what kind of signs? All right, we're going to give you 30 more seconds here. All right. All right. A little quiet's kind of dying down. Let me go ahead and just jump on in. All right. I heard some some things. Let's just yell out some ones to me. I heard some selfish that you're selfish. What else did they're, they're what? Lazy? Lazy? What other attitudes? Not responsible. Narrow minded. Controlling. What? Gossip. Sure. Complaining. What was it? Misogynistic? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Procrastinating. I wrote down a couple. Their, their non-master level attitude are people that ha- always have an excuse. Oh, that's just the way the ball bounces. Or they always magnify the negative. You know what Psalm 34 verse 3 says? That we should magnify the Lord, right? And that's what a master level leader does. Uh, non-master level leaders will downplay the positive. They take things personally. Uh, they believe... In their own senses and not in God's word, what God's word says about them uh, they, they have a it's, there's a lot of things that we could talk about and the, the reason I, we want to list those is because we want to move from those things and to eliminate those things out of our lives and say, okay God, help us to be A master level leader, help us to have a renewed mind. On the back sheet, on the back side of your page, there there are seven steps to a renewed attitude of your mind. And we don't. And I gave you the fill in the blanks because we're not going to take the time to look at those uh, in uh, in depth. But let me just look at those. We'll read them real quick here. To be willing to turn from your sin and to be born again, to understand how the mind works, to accept full responsibility for your own mind. To reevaluate your current thinking and belief system in light of what God says. Reject old thoughts when they return before you act on those thoughts. Practice new thoughts in harmony with God's Word. And then I love number seven we've got to speak new thoughts out loud. And it, I tell you, when you start to speak or affirm the goodness of God or what God's Word says about your life, it starts to transform your attitude, and that's what God wants from all of us. Now, the next fill in the blank there is success is born in a renewed mind. Turn with me to Romans chapter 12. I want If you don't have this highlighted in your Bible, you need to highlight it. This is a great verse um, to memorize. Uh, Romans 12 verse 2 says, do not be conformed any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Success is born in a renewed mind. Next week, Pastor Pete is going to be back up, and we're going to spend a whole lesson talking about what a renewed mind looks like and how God wants us to be that way. But we're going to continue today uh, on the next, on the next uh, point there, that success is the result of right actions combined with the right attitude and what i want you to see here and i got a little diagram on the on the bottom there that hopefully will help us to understand this on the top one we can write attitude okay all right right just like this attitude all right and our attitude will feed our actions down here all right and then our actions will feed our attitude so if that's the case, we, that re- leads to the results, all right? And our results can be determined. So if we have a bad attitude, what is that going to lead to? Negative actions. And negative actions will lead to a negative attitude. Let's think about leadership. You're working with students or you're working with children or you're, you're leading in worship or, or you're, um, you're, you're leading at home or you're in business. And all of a sudden, there's, there's something. Your, your actions are affected bec- by your attitude. And so when we can re- get our attitude in the right place, and we can start to, to do some things here on our attitude side, we start to look at God's word and say, okay, what does God's word say about this circumstance or about what I'm doing? That will lead to some positive actions over here. It works when, when you're talking about money, dealing with relationships. Almost every area of our lives, there's a, the result is a combination of a great attitude and great actions. Now listen, what does God call us to be as leaders? He calls us to be fruitful. He wants you, He wants me to be fruitful. God calls us to make a difference. And so whether you're learning tonight and you, and you say, okay, I can relate this to learning an instrument or learning a sports skill or learning at school, or maybe you're in a sales position and you're saying, okay, I want to sell more because I know when I sell more, I get more so I can be a blessing more. This will work there. If you're raising kids, the attitude that you have, the actions that you have. And you know what? Sometimes we don't feel like doing the right thing, but you know what? You start doing the right things, it leads to a proper attitude. It works with money. It works with faith. When we, when we can understand this, the results we get that will be fruitful. And I want to close with this. I just want to challenge us that as master level leaders, as believers that love Jesus with all our heart, that are servant-hearted and that are uh, committed to, uh, to, to being teachable, I just want to say this, that yes, there are hard jobs to be had. Yes, we are the ones that get the breaks. We are not too old. We are not too young. Right, students? So what if you failed in the past? So what if you've fallen down 10 times? You know what? We get back up, and God, He wants to use us. And He wants to use people with a positive, with a great attitude. I want to pray for us and then we're going to let the students go, and then adults, we're going to continue to talk about this and kind of bring it personally. But let me pray. Lord, I pray that our attitude and our actions combined will lead us to successful living in every area of our lives, in business, in school, on our sports teams, as we learn an instrument, as we are in relationship. God, that this cycle would result in fruitfulness in our lives. God, I pray that we would put aside lousy actions or lousy attitudes, but instead we would be faith-filled believers that love You and that are committed to You. Lord, put Your hand upon us. Continue to strengthen us, God. Help us, God, to be mindful of this, not only tonight, but tomorrow in, our, in the workplace, tomorrow, Lord, wherever we go, in the next day, in the next, Lord, help us to remember to have a proper attitude. And Lord, as we do, Lord, I believe that you will use us beyond our wildest imagination. God, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.